Welcome to Direct Line with Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Direct Line, religious topics without preaching. Mixing politics and religion and not shying away from controversy. You're not going to find all your answers, but you will always find an opinion. This is Direct Line. And now your hosts, Greg Taylor and Stephanie Spangler. Well, good morning. Welcome to Direct Line. It's Thursday, November 10. It's Greg and Steph. We've got Bean Han in the studio with us. It's been a while, Bean. It's been a little while. Yeah, I, I, that was on while you were gone. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's so it hasn't been a while for the show. It's just been a while for me. That's right. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for jumping in with us. As you probably know, Tuesday was a big day for our country, Election mm-hmm. Day. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie, you said going in, you just really didn't care a whole lot. You just didn't have a lot of passion one way or another. I wasn't going to vote. Did you end up voting? I did end well, up voting. Well, good for you. I changed my Was mind. it my sermon inspiring you to vote, a to be a part bit. of the process? Okay. Uh, well, wow. I'm just... Not really. Well, I just thought, I have the the right to do this. I should That's exercise right. my right. I didn't think it would do much good, right. but right. I did it. Right. Well, anyway, going <laughs> in, um, as a person that leans conservative, sure. I would just say that, sure. I was pretty optimistic that there was going to be a pretty big change taking place nationally. And here we are at 8.09 mm-hmm. on Thursday morning. And being we still don't really even know the results of the race for Congress. We do not. And to me, that's a huge problem, quite frankly, that you have so many races that still have not been called. Um, you know, I, I was looking this morning prepping for the show and you have races in California. They've only counted 40 percent of the vote. Right. On Thursday morning. Yeah. Something's got to change, I think. I mean, I, I just don't get impatient. it. Huh? You're impatient. Well, to me, it's not election season, right? Is it election day? It's becoming election season. I just, yeah. to me, and again, I'm not saying that there's any shenanigans going on, but when I read a huge new batch of votes were found and dropped, and it just, to me, raises all kinds of questions, per se. Uh, yeah, that's not... That's not uh, I don't know. Confidence inspired. Right, sure. right, right. Well, and I don't like it that there's that state, you know, Georgia now. I mean, Another I recount. feel like that that gives them an opportunity to say, okay, right. we're going to see what we have to right. do, how much more money we have to spend right. to make it happen. Right. I, I think it should all happen on yeah. the, this yeah. day and then be done. And, and you're talking about Georgia. Myself. Georgia yeah. has a law right. built in that if a candidate doesn't get right. 50%, right. it goes to uh, a runoff. A, a, yeah, right. runoff. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. And so one thing that I find fascinating, Senator Raphael Warnock, this will be his fourth election in less than two years hmm. for a Senate seat, right. you know, right. and I just, you're, you're exactly right. You look at the money that's going to be spent that has already been spent, you know, it's so, almost like they, they do it on purpose yeah. so they can see where yeah. they stand yeah. so they can see how many they need to buy. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know. That, that's, I'm sure I'm just well, negative. No, I just, it. to me, I think at the end of the day, you, you look at Florida oh, and, yeah. and again, the election wasn't close, but, um, the polls closed at 8 PM Eastern time mm-hmm. and by eight fifteen. They they knew basically where this is going, and by mm-hmm. 10 p.m., the votes were counted. So, Bean, right. do you think he's unrealistic that he thinks it should all be done on the day of? <laughs> I, I, well, I wish it were. I, it bothers me more the front end of the election season than the back end. Yeah. It bothers me that like they Like 50 start, days of early voting? Right. Voting yeah. in September. Yeah. There's, yeah. A, there's right. a lot that happens in that right. amount of time, and you want an informed electorate. Yeah. 
and you've just lost a lot of information right. there. Right. So well, let it, me do this. Let me just share real quickly some winners and losers, mm-hmm. and I want you two just to respond. I was thinking about this. I was in the car most of yesterday, and I thought about who are some of the winners in this election season. I came up with five. Those uh, that feel like abortion is a good thing. Uh, those who love abortion, those who fight for abortion, the ballot measures for abortion yes. overwhelmingly passed. I mean, Kentucky is a deep red state, and they could not pass a ballot initiative protecting life. Right. Kentucky, yeah. you know, yeah. and uh, you, you see a lot of candidates that went all in on abortion, and many of them won. Yep. Now, I did see a uh, figure from Lila Rose from the National Life Action League. She said that pro-abortion um, fundamentalists, I guess you would say, spent three hundred eighty-three million, right. and pro-life causes spent eleven million. Right. So I guess money talks. So that's money one thing, talk. one winner. The second I, I put here, the inarticulate and the incoherent. That's not very nice, okay? But it just Explain goes. To sh- well, here's what I'm saying. I remember the day where you would say so and so won the debate based on how well they did. Mm-hmm. Did they speak clearly? Right. Were they able to articulate the positions that they had? And uh, a United States senator has been elected that cannot talk. I'm not trying to be mean. He he literally cannot talk. He's had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to have the teleprompter. And it really wasn't close, quite honestly. John Fetterman in Pennsylvania. Um, the third winner, I would say President Joe Biden and his, event, uh, his agenda. Mm-hmm. You know, you had all kinds of people coming out of the woodwork last week, basically setting the stage to really kind of push uh, Joe Biden out the door. Right. He might be the biggest winner. Tuesday night in many ways, because right now, from what I'm reading, they're all, all all of the people on the left are rallying around him. And the idea that he's going to be kicked to the curb, uh, I I don't think that's going to happen. Number four, the GOP in Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis won election in 2018 by 30,000 votes. Mm -hmm. Okay, 7 million ballots were cast. He won by 30,000 votes. Tuesday, he won by 20%, being he won Miami-Dade County. There's not been a Republican win Miami-Dade County in two decades. And uh, I watched the DeSantis acceptance speech, and I think for a lot of people, that is the face of the future for people that lean right, I would say, in many ways. so. And then the fifth winner, I would just say... This probably isn't very articulate on my part, but the good quality, somewhat normal candidates for both parties, not the fringe people, (laughs) not the bizarro out there people, but just kind of the 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 normal Mm. middle of the road Mm. candidates. They they really seem to thrive, I would say, in many ways. Okay, so who are the losers? Um, And again, this is going to offend some people. That's okay. I think maybe the biggest loser on Tuesday night was Donald Trump Mm. on many levels. Mm -hmm. Many of the candidates that he really pushed and promoted uh, have lost or look like they're going to lose. He came out last weekend and really took a shot at Ron DeSantis, uh, gave him a new nickname, Ron DeSanctimonious. Um, That's not a good look. I do not think at all. So you think it will um, give him a clue as to 2024? Nothing gives him a clue. (laughs) Well, here's what it (laughs) sounds The rumor is he's going to announce Tuesday, the 15th, that he's running for re-election. The question's going to be, will others step in and say, we're not just going to follow behind? You know, I don't know. We'll see. What do you guys think? I think he'll go all in. And I think. I think a lot will follow him still. Yeah. I I think uh, a guy like a Ron DeSantis, his time is now. I'm not saying he'll get the nomination, but I think you look at a guy that he can't run for governor again. He's term limited after these four years. Mm -hmm. 
his time is now. Can, can he beat Trump? I, I don't know. You know, there's probably people listening right now that would say he cannot. But um, my advice would be when it's your time, it's your time. You know, I don't think he will. You don't, don't think, think he'll it, run, huh? You think, think he'll wait it, four th- years? Okay. No, I think if Trump announces, he won't do it. He won't. I don't yeah, think he'll step yeah. into that. The, 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 here's the parallel. I was thinking about this. I don't know if you remember this back in 2008. Everybody said it's Hillary Clinton's time. Everybody said she is the one. Mm-hmm. And a senator from the state of Illinois, only been senator for four years, by the name of Barack Obama, said, "You know, I, I think now is my time." Mm-hmm. Right. And he was able to to knock her off yeah. and went on to become our president. So I don't know. We'll All see. I know is my kids live in Florida and they sure like yeah. DeSantis as oh, their governor. Yeah. So yeah, here's the second loser: crime weary Americans. No kidding. I mean, New York, mm-hmm. Chicago, Los Angeles, Oregon, Washington, Wisconsin, in many of those instances, they elected people that are in office right now that have done very little to stop the crime wave that is unfolding. And I got to just tell you, I don't get that. I really don't get it. It makes no sense. Right? If I lived in Chicago, that is the number one issue, and there's not a close second. You look at the stuff happening in New York City, the crime spike in the last three, four years. Mm. I mean, there's no other issue if I live there. Mm-hmm. But well, a lot of people are leaving, aren't they? They are. So. But what? But stuff. The people that are staying. I, I just. I, I don't I, get I it. I don't either. Here's the third loser: fossil fuel common sense. Hmm. Okay, and here's what I mean by that: our country was energy independent in many ways two and a half years ago. And the current administration Mm -hmm. has made multiple Mm -hmm. changes. Mm -hmm. And I really thought that might, when people fill up their gas tanks, that's something that you notice every week. (laughs) I mean, your truck, I can't imagine the difference that it makes in filling it up. my truck drivers. Right. And it's (laughs) about to get much worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think they're the losers. Election questioners, people that question the integrity of elections, (laughs) you look, almost all of them lost on both sides. Mm -hmm. Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. who still has not conceded the 2018 election, right. went down in flames. Now, she did concede 2020. She did. She should have been asked, are you conceding both right. 2018 <laughs> and 2022? But a lot of the Republicans that were election deniers, mm-hmm. they did. They really struggled mm-hmm. in this election. Mm-hmm. Here's the fifth loser. This might be the biggest loser of all. Uh, pollsters. Because all the polls were pushing red wave, red tsunami. Um, and Why they, do we even listen to them well, anymore? Why do they even have a job anymore? Here's my question. And being, think about this. Two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, all the polls were off. Most of the polls were off. They undercounted Republicans. Yeah. Now, most of the polls were off this time, and it sounds like they overcounted Republicans. And could it be... People just aren't talking to pollsters they're or they're talking. not being truthful. They're you know? not talking. Polls yeah. worked when you had... You know, your curly line to your headset in your house that rang yeah, and you picked yeah, it up. Yeah. But not anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, here's the. I didn't know what you're talking about at first. I'm like, what? Yeah, a lot of people still curly don't. Curly line. They have no, you know what I'm talking well, about? I uh, heard a pollster. I'm, I'm trying. I think it was Robert Cahaley with Trafalgar. And he basically said. The real challenge right now is landlines are few and far between. Right. With cell phones, it's getting harder and harder to get people because it says, you right. know, spam, spam call or whatever right. it may be. And no one has really mastered the Internet yet. Mm. Not that they can't take a poll on the Internet, mm. but, you know, they say like in Twitter land, you watch Twitter, you think this is the reality in America. Mm. Well, that's like 11 percent of the people. Mm. So how do you truly get a Have read? Have you guys ever been right. polled? I've never been called for a poll ever. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. So, I don't know. 
Maybe we could take a poll. Maybe we could do a direct line poll. What do you think? You go for it. Here's the sixth loser. I'm putting election stability and integrity. And what I mean by that, we've got to get away from we can't get results that night. I understand if it's a super close race and you got to go into the night counting. But they're saying in some of these states, we're not going to know who the winner is for a week. And I just, to me, that just we have to be better than that were we better at it before technology we were better at it when we didn't have early voting Mm. we were better at it when we had election day Mm. right and you know my wife got tuesday off all state employees day off to go to go and vote i'm actually okay with that let's make election day a national holiday steph you'd take another day off wouldn't you I don't, you have I think, to think about that. Well, I take I, a day off tomorrow. Well, yeah, but I, I think it makes it harder for parents that have their kids at home and they don't want to drag them to the polls. Although when when I did go vote, I yeah. saw two parents that had yeah. their kids with them, and it was a learning experience for yeah. them teaching them. So it can be an educational I mean, thing. I but. threw this out a couple of years ago to you two. Let's go to a Friday and Saturday. We take a Friday mm-hmm. and a Saturday, and it's the election two day period of time. But I think you've got people that were voting in September, right? I just, I really struggle with that. Yeah. So too. winners and losers, what do you think? Do you have any additions? Do you have any subtractions? Am I missing the mark? Uh, well, I, you know, I, I think as, as disappointed as I am uh, with how this went, I think democracy won. I think like you talked about in Kentucky, uh, we had the ballot measure for right. abortion went down. Right. However, Rand Paul right. won Landslide. Away. Landslide. So yeah. I think people realize that now abortion is not a federal issue. Right. We like what he, he does with us there. Right. But it's a state issue. And I'm, so yeah. I think those who said that, uh, you know, it's the worst system in the world except for everything else. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that played out. Well, and again, for me, I think one of the reasons, Stephanie, I told you yesterday I thought I was depressed. Mm-hmm. I think one of the reasons <laughs> I am so discouraged is that issues like life issues like uh, biblical worldviews that are so important to me, mm. I'm seeing over and over again, mm. I, I am now in the minority. Yes. Our country right. is now in the minority. But I don't you know? think that's a political issue. I think that's a, that's a, that's a spiritual and a, it is. a f- family issue. It's we're, the generation. I think we're past. I mean, I don't think that red wave is ever going to come again. Yeah. I don't well, because but again, I we've raised be cl- children that yeah. don't care. And yeah, yeah. going to do what they want to do. and I want to be clear. I don't think the hope is in the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I, by no mm-hmm. means do I believe that whatsoever. I think the hope is ultimately in Jesus. Right. I just have really struggled with people that are saying, I'm on Team Jesus, but I'm good with abortion up to the point of birth. Mm-hmm. I'm on Team Jesus, but I'm okay with five-year-old boys being given puberty blockers. Mm-hmm. I, I I really struggle with that. Right. I really wrestle mm-hmm. with that. And sure. I'm not questioning anybody's faith, but I'm just, I'm afraid we are now a minority. People with mm-hmm. a biblical worldview are a marked minority in the United States of America. I don't think there's any question about that. And, and that's discouraging to me you know now i got to tell you tuesday morning i teach a bible study every week Mm -hmm. and we're going through a series on the holy spirit and this week on election day i gave him about a 30 minute lesson Mm -hmm. on the holy spirit and i gave him a 30 minute lesson on what do we do god and country election all of this i went into that being thinking a lot of the candidates that have a lot of the beliefs that i have are going to win and i was pretty discouraged and i was reminded of my own words and so i want to just share a couple takeaways that i shared with my group Um, Number one is this. 
Take seriously the call to proclaim God's truth with a biblical worldview. I can do that whoever the president is. I can do that whoever the governor is. I can do that whoever the mayor is, although our mayor is a believer. But I'm just saying it doesn't depend, thankfully, on who's in the White House. Thankfully, we don't live in China. Thankfully, we don't live in North Korea. Secondly, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and in community with others. Mm -hmm. And it's just that reminder. There are certain things we can control. There are certain things we cannot. And, you know, God is on the throne. I believe God is sovereign, you know, Mm -hmm. and I believe God is overseeing what is happening and I would have liked to see things go different but it's not up to me but here's the big thing wake up every day and live our mission you know one thing I can control is am I all about making Christ-centered disciples am I all about being his witnesses so thoughts and in countries where Christianity is suppressed right more people become Christ followers it I seems. Know. so I know I know you're I know. depressed I know I you're know. down I know well, I don't know. It, it is what it is. And I know? agree. It doesn't matter who's in the right. office. Like I, right. off air, I said I taught at Celebrate Recovery the night, and I said it doesn't matter. I mean, all these years when bad things happened, nobody in the White House reached out to me. Right. right. And when good things happened, I didn't hear from a right. senator. Right. <laughs> right. So, right. I don't know. Now you know, I did think one way you could probably get that to change. You probably would hear from people of prominence in the White House if you started giving large sums of money to their mm, candidacy. You probably sense. would hear from them. <laughs> I don't have large <laughs> sums of money. <laughs> Isn't that how that works though? That normally, yeah. it seems like it. Uh, yeah, boy, yeah. show me the money, right? Yeah, well, sure. Bean, any thoughts? I don't. I, I agree with all of that. I think uh, as Christians, we have to step back and say. I mean, do we believe he's in control or do we not? Right. Do right. we believe he has a plan or does he not? Right. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't, I mean, I think we're allowed to be disappointed in how it went. You want to see the movement. Yeah. You want people to believe the way that, you know, kind of you believe. You want to believe that uh, you're persuasive and that you can persuade right. intelligent people that you love. Right. Uh, right. One way. But then, uh, you know, yep. humbleness, the He'll smack you down. That's and say, right. Wait a minute. That's right. It's not you. It's me. So and that's what right. other country would you like to go move Absolutely. to? There you Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah. yeah. No, yes. I'm here to stay. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey, let's go to break. When we come back, I want to talk about Veterans Day, which is tomorrow, mm-hmm. be Friday, uh, November 11. You're listening to the Direct Line. It's Thursday, November 10. Greg Steff with our friend Bean Han. We'll be right back after this. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. Hans Tankwash is proud to support the Women's Care Clinic. Let's hear now from Interim Co-Director Mariah Hansen. Women's Care Clinic in Danville provides the love and support every woman deserves during pregnancy. The best news is all our services are free. Free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds for pregnancy confirmation, and even free consultations with medical professionals. And that's not all. We offer parenting education, 
mentoring for moms and dads, and help with adoption planning. We also work closely with many community agencies for all the support our families need. More than anything, Women's Care Clinic offers hope, compassion, and care to our clients of every age and background. We'd love to have you join us. To learn more, volunteer, or make a gift, visit danvillewcc.org or call 217-431-0987. Women's Care Clinic in Danville. Changing lives one decision at a time. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Thursday, November 10. Greg and Steph with our friend and Direct Line sponsor, Bean Han. Uh, Bean, thanks for sponsoring Direct Line. Yeah, always Appreciate a it, man. pleasure to be here, yeah. But hey, I know something that you're really passionate about. You've served our country, um, and that's awesome. And you are passionate that we need to remember and honor those who have served. We do it every year around Memorial Day, which mm-hmm. remembers those who have died mm-hmm. for their country. Right. We do it every year around Veterans Day. This Sunday, we're going to do it, mm-hmm. um, you know, honoring those. Mm-hmm. And and so just real quick, um, I want to ask you a question as a church, we exist to make Christ-centered disciples. Yes. We exist to worship Jesus Christ who's on the throne. How do we honor veterans? How do we remember those who have you know, given the ultimate price and always make sure that our ultimate allegiance is to Christ and Christ alone? What well, do you think? I, I think, well, I think there's all kind of ways to remember vets and, and uh, support them and talk about them. And I think that's what I try to do every time you yeah. guys allow me to speak is whatever your subject is. Right. There's tie a way in. to tie that into yeah. a vet, but always, yeah. always, always end with the idea this is important, but this is more important. This right. is higher. This right. is greater. Right, right, yeah. right. Um, what do you hear? Do you hear anything when you do these presentations? Do you hear from people at large? Do you hear positive? Do you hear negative on the days that you speak? Overwhelmingly positive. Okay. I, I, yeah, I've never heard a negative. Okay. Okay. It, it, the people they appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not not just the vets. Uh, right. Probably more family members of vets, yeah. widows of vets. Yeah. Uh, daughters, sons yeah. of vets. Yeah. Uh, more than the vets themselves. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Stephanie, why do you think? I know since I've planned services with you. You've been just steadfast. We're going to do this. Why do you think that's important? Because I have friends that served. My dad okay. was my dad was a veteran. Um, I think it's appropriate to yeah. give honor to yeah. where honor is due, and um, sacrifice is all through the Bible. I mean, right. God. I mean, he wants obedience rather than sacrifice, but I mean, sacrifice is all through the Bible. And these men and women have sacrificed for our country, which we love. We That's another reason I went to vote. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. why would I not vote right. when there are veterans who have, you know, fought and died so that I can do this? Right. It would be dumb not to. So yeah. anyway, I just think it's important to take, it doesn't take a lot of time out of a right. service, right. but right. it's taking a moment. Yeah. To honor those people that are sitting there looking at you. Yeah. And they're real people. Yeah. I mean, it's not just a concept or an idea. Right. It's truly men and women sitting in your congregations that have 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 given up something. I see with younger generations of Christian leadership a real pushback to mm-hmm. this idea. Sure. And the idea that we, we shouldn't have any thing other than focus on Christ and Christ Mm -hmm. alone. Mm -hmm. And I think they're missing this message. I mean, I think our ultimate allegiance is to Christ and Mm -hmm. Christ alone. Mm -hmm. But I think the other thing that's helped me is traveling. 
mm-hmm. and going places mm-hmm. like India, mm-hmm. going places like Lebanon, mm-hmm. going places where, you know, the fact we're going to gather for worship, it's not a guarantee. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they might burn your building down right. because they're radical Hindus right. or because they're radical, you know, Muslims. Right. And uh, we are so blessed to have the ability. Right. To I'm going to say freely. something might be a little controversial. I think we miss out in congregations where we separate our kids out. Kids, you go to this room and yeah. you go do your thing with your music and your people right and they they miss out on sitting in a pew with an older person yes and i i I mean that in all ways not just Mm. because of a veteran i mean i think we do a disservice to our children when we do not sit together in a room yeah and when we separate out you go to this place for your age and you go to this place for your age that is a dangerous place to be because Mm. because we do end up with generations right they don't care and they're going to push back right Right. And I think I think we missing the mark. We're missing the mark on yeah. that. Well, Bean, thank you for doing this again this Sunday, and thank you to everyone that has served our country and yeah, is absolutely. serving our country. I have good friends right now whose uh, adult children are serving in the military and they're overseas. One guy regularly says, "Hey, will you pray for my son? Mm-hmm. He's serving in harm's mm-hmm. way." Mm-hmm. And I think it's just a reminder: freedom isn't free. That's right. All right. Bean, uh, I'm going to cut you loose. Thank you so much for coming in. We're going to go to break. When we come back, Steph, we're going to hear about one of the great ministries in our community, the Fairhope Children's Ministry. It's Thursday, November 10. You're listening to Direct Line. We'll be right back after this. You know, it's easy to make promises. The hard thing is keeping them. Sunset promises to carry your load at a most difficult time. To the communities they serve, they promise to be there for your children, your churches, and your organizations. Sunset promises to help our veterans. They will support them with the same level of commitment these veterans had as soldiers defending our freedom. I'm Judy Fraser, and if you're looking for a family that keeps their promises, I would suggest you make just one phone call. Sunset Funeral Homes and Cremation Centers. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty LLC. Member SI. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. Robinson Chiropractic wants you to know that you're never too young or old to benefit from chiropractic care. Robinson Chiropractic can help increase your mobility and range of motion. Plus, regular alignments just make you feel better. Come get acquainted today. Robinson Chiropractic is located at the corner of Vermillion and Poland Road in Danville, also in Hoopston, Westville, and Watsika. Make an appointment today at robchiro.com. That's R-O-B-C-H-I-R-O.com. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It is Greg and Stephanie. It's Thursday, November 10. And we are blessed right now to have with us Carolyn Ken from the Fair Hope Children's Ministry. And Carol, you and I have talked about having you on radio for a long time. <laughs> 
Yes, we have. I think we first talked about it at Serve Together, not this summer, but last summer. And so I'm so glad to finally get you guys in studio. We're happy to be here. So I want to just start. Tell me all about Fair Hope. Is it Fair Hope Children's Ministry? Is that yes. what we call it? Okay. What is it? Where is it? Why is it important? Fair Hope Children's Ministry um, is a organization that assists families in need okay. with clothing. Okay. Uh, we also share pack and plays for a safe place for babies to sleep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, car seats for those who do not have a vehicle. Okay. Uh, booster seats okay. for those who do not have a vehicle. And we have layettes for uh, newborns. Okay. Then we also, in the fall, do school supplies and backpacks that okay. we share with the county social workers. And we also do other uh, projects throughout the year. Right now we're doing our stocking project where we give all of the children in the families that come to Fair Hope uh, a Christmas stocking filled with goodies. Oh, awesome. wow. And you're the president of the board, is that right? Yes. All right. And Ken, are you the vice president? Is that right? No, I'm the uh, maintenance guy. Uh, <laughs> Do whatever it takes. I'm the finance treasurer. Okay. Uh, and whatever needs to be done. Okay. What he is awesome, up? and we love Ken. Yeah. Aww. Ken, how'd you get connected with Fairhope? Uh, this lady next to me called <laughs> me at a meeting one day and yeah. asked, said they need to help, and... Uh, did I know anybody would help? And I didn't know anybody helped okay. me, so okay. I volunteered to help. Okay. And That's just, a good plan. This has nothing to do with Fair Hope, but I see your hat. Uh, U.S. Army. Are you a vet? Uh, yeah, 24 right. years. Wow. Well, thank you for thank serving. You. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we were just mm-hmm. uh, talking with Bean Han, one of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. He does a presentation every year at our church. Uh to remember and honor veterans, and he'll be doing that on a Sunday. But thank, thank you so much for your service. Thank you. Mm-hmm. My dad was a veteran also in okay. World War II. Wow. He served on the USS Baxter. Oh, mm. wow. Wow. Well, that's outstanding. Where is Fair Hope Children's Ministry? I'm Voorhees. Is that right? 1225 East Voorhees is the old George's Buffet. Yeah, that doesn't mean anything to him because yeah. he didn't eat That, that sounds there. like a but lot I, of good food, though. I remember going to George's exactly Buffet after church at, every Sunday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it took us a year during COVID. Mm-hmm. Ken and his crew uh, worked very tirelessly all through COVID to get the building in shape because okay. it not well, only was a restaurant, but it was also a union hall. Oh, wow. Okay. I, uh, I retired from the VA also in uh, 19. And then in September 19, we started working on the project. Gotcha. And, and a year later, we were done. Okay. My wife didn't believe I really retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys used to be in an older home, right, with three stories, and that was kind of difficult for volunteers. A very so. old home with yeah. very narrow yes. stairways, yes. and our volunteers are, are not very young. Right. So, right. Um, it was kind of dangerous for them. Sure. So if someone is in need of clothing or someone's in need of the, what would you call it, a pack and play? Yes. Um, are there times that you're open, or how, how does that play out? We are... Um, Social workers uh, hmm. refer to us. Social workers, oh, okay. caseworkers, pastors, gotcha. uh, healthcare workers uh, call our client scheduler gotcha. and make an appointment because we work by appointment. So it's very and individual. Then, yes. Gotcha. And okay. we trust the social workers. So if they uh, call our scheduler and say there's a family in need, then um, they're given an appointment time and then they come to Fairhope and shop. Gotcha. Now, if someone's listening and maybe they're a pastor or maybe they're a church leader and they've never even heard of Fairhope Children's Ministry, what's the easiest way to get them connected to your ministry? 
Well, first of all, you could call um, my number, okay. which is um, 217-497-7616, okay. or um, go to our website, which is www.fairhopedanville.org, or to our Facebook page. And okay. it's a very active Facebook page. That's great. Now, I know you brought a flyer with you. Is there an event coming up? Is that right? Do I see? We do have an event coming up. We have our online basket auction called Holiday Surprises, and it's next week from November 14th to the 20th. And we have wonderful themed baskets and other donations that people have shared and it's all to raise funds for Fair Hope. That's great. That's great. I think it's, I think it's amazing, kind of how you do this. I, I, I just thought you just drive up and go in anytime. I was talking to one of your volunteers at an, an event this past Sunday night. I was at Love Inc., um, a fundraiser for Love Inc., and she was telling me how you have to have a, a sponsor. She call, did she call it a sponsor or a referral? You have to have a referral. You have to have a referral. And I think that's really smart. That really kind of limits like who's coming in and out and why they're there. And I think just adds the legitimacy to people. Not that I'm saying people's needs are not important, but um, I think if you're willing to get a referral um, from someone, it just legitimizes your need. Does that make sense? It does. And we appreciate our social workers and caseworkers and pastors and their dedication to finding those folks that really need the help. And our donors. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's okay. right. That's right. We uh, are. Let's talk about donors. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. h- how are you funded? Are you funded by churches? Are you funded by individuals? How's that play out? Uh, we're funded by individuals mostly, but we do have some corporate like Myers and a few other places in town that okay. they do a fantastic job for us. And it started in the First Methodist Church, and uh, the Methodists uh, pretty much involved with this mm-hmm. locally. Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. then. Uh, the IDRC, the uh, conference down there in Springfield, they uh-huh. also send us an annual and a monthly uh, striping for uh, okay. events. So, so, are you like are you like Goodwill, where people drop off things? Yes, people can. Or, or do you spend money and go buy things? Both. Okay. Uh, people yes can, and yes. Okay. Yes. People can uh, bring donations to our ministry. We're open on, from ten to four on Mondays. Okay. And ten to two on thursdays and people can drop uh clothing by now it needs to be clothing for children or for teens we serve um children from newborn through through high school okay. so if they drop off adult clothing it needs to be something that teens Teenagers would wear. wear right okay. right and so then, like my grandma's old things we don't <laughs> want to donate those <laughs> okay gotcha no but we do actually if we do get adult clothes that we can't use uh yeah. we're actually helping with the soup kitchen okay uh, next week so okay. we often take adult clothes gotcha. to to the soup kitchen and share with with those uh folks that come mm-hmm. to that yep ken uh on the donations there, I mentioned the uh, United Methodist Church started this here in town. Yeah. But we're uh, supported by all the denominations yeah. in, in the community here. Mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. ask you that. It's not just a Methodist thing. No, so it's not. any church that wants to help mm-hmm. children mm-hmm. and or, mothers. Or any corporate. Right, right, sponsors, right. We don't turn away anything. Right. Uh, when you say Myers, right. you, do you mean that Myers gives you leftover things that they don't sell? Or you mean they give you money? They give us money. Gotcha. And yeah. then we shop there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, gotcha. And Walmart is also. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's. That's great. And Walmart has also helped us. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we Menards. also 
and uh-huh. we also write grants. Yeah. And that helps to pay for our pack and plays and car seats. So Do we're very grateful. Do you know how expensive pack and plays and car seats are? Not yet. Have you bought one I'm yet? I'm not a grandpa. Not but yet. I, you will I, find I, out I will soon. learn at some They're point. They're very expensive. Yeah. 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 About eighty dollars for Very our expensive. seats, and yeah. that's at a discounted price. Well, you know, we heard an illustration Sunday from guest preacher Randy Kirk. I don't know if you remember this or not, but he told the illustration of the lady that went on the mission trip yes. and wanted to come home and provide bras right. for everyone that's incarcerated right. in the Dominican Republic. Right. But the the gist of the story was someone came up to him and said, "Hey, I work for Hanes, mm. and when a new line is brought out of the bras and the underwear mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. they can't sell the old line, and so they just give it away." Gotcha. And and that. That's what I think of how many opportunities are out there that we don't even know about where someone may have a connection somewhere and could Mm -hmm. be a blessing to Fairhope. Well, actually, uh, I do a lot of shopping because um, I have a woman because you're a woman. A lot of shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have the credit card. Yeah. yeah. I shop a lot at Walmart and Meyer, and they have both told me that they have extra school supplies and they've committed to donating some of those to Fairhope. So we're very appreciative of that. That's great. Now, if somebody wants to maybe take a tour... Like for me, mm-hmm. I stopped by on Serve Together 2021 because we had a team that was mm-hmm. working there. I was blown away. You know, I, I'd driven by Voorhees a lot, but sure. I just had no idea. Is that possible, Carol, to get people into the building and to see the ministry? Maybe that's with a mission team or, or a church or, or a corporation for that matter. Absolutely. Um if a group wants to come for a tour, um, they would probably need to call me and yeah. schedule that. Yeah. But if individuals want to come and see Fair Hope, they can come in and there are enough volunteers that can uh, show them yeah. the building and yeah. what we do and tell them what we do. Yeah. There's only certain days are open, though. Okay, gotcha. So it's not just a pop-in, call Monday, ahead Monday, of time. Monday, right? and sometimes Tuesdays. So one more time, let's give us the contact info for our direct line audience. Okay, they can call me at 217-497-7616, or if it's on a Monday or a Thursday, they can call the actual Fairhope phone number, or they can call it any day and leave a message, and that number is 217-497-1571. Website, fairhopedanville.org. Did I get that right? Yes. Fairhopedanville.org. And you said you have a very active Facebook page. We do. Okay. Very active. Well, that's good. And then one more time, next week is the fundraiser. You're calling it a basket auction. Is it's that right? A, it's an online basket auction. Right. So if people would go to um, our website, they can... Um, connect with 32auctions.com um, okay. and look at all the baskets and wonderful like, things that we have available for bids. So yeah. it's next week and we'd love to have people join us in the bidding process because it's lots of fun. Hmm. Well, Steph, all fall from really from today on, we are going to have a, a different opportunity for people to give that is going to be featured on direct line almost every right. Thursday mm-hmm. up till Great. the new year. And I want to just remind people, if you're looking for that end of the year gift for mm-hmm. the tax write-off, or you just want to be generous, God's blessed you and you want to return that blessing. Mm-hmm. Fair hope. Christian ministry is a great opportunity. That's making a difference. May I tell about two other projects? Please do. Okay. Please do. Um, Actually, the Elks helped us last year with a coat drive. They donated over 500 coats, and we actually gave over 400 coats to children last year. So we are— 400 um, coats? Yes. It's going to be 75 degrees today, (laughs) but tomorrow things are a-changing. Well, folks can 
folks can come every three months for an appointment. Okay. So we've been giving coats for a while That's now. Great. And um, mo- most people want coats for their yeah. children. So Absolutely. Um, we, we do have an ongoing coat drive clear through the winter. So if someone has a coat that's in good condition that a newborn through a high school student could wear we would welcome it and the board just recently decided that we wanted to start purchasing new shoes for school-aged children from sizes one through five we've always given used shoes but now we're trying to purchase new shoes because we feel that it's important that a child has new shoes mm-hmm. and the foot forms to the foot of that yeah. wearer. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Cool. Well, hey, we're going to cut you loose. Last question. I'd like you both to answer this. There's a lot of people that listen to Direct Line that are people of prayer. Mm-hmm. How can the Direct Line audience pray for the Fairhope Children's Ministry? What's your greatest prayer needs? Well, you know, we started in the trunk of a car, and now we have two buildings, and God has made this grow. This is totally his plan Mm -hmm. and on his timeline we learned that Mm -hmm. uh so you can just keep on praying uh for the community uh, to have uh, outreaches like fair hope children's ministry that will help those that need the help yeah yeah so if you just say those prayers i think that's a biggie Mm -hmm. that's right carol you got anything to add I think that um, we need prayers for our clients as well as our volunteers because everything that we do is at, is no cost right. to our, our clients and right. also um, our volunteers uh, yeah. are not paid as yeah. well. And so yeah. we're just well. serving because we want to share awesome. God's love with yeah. others. That's great. Well, That's thank great. you for doing it. Yeah. Those of us who knew George's restaurant or George's yeah. cafe, what Sometimes they call I can it? still smell the Buffet. chip one. I know it. I know it. <laughs> we scrubbed lots of floors. Yeah. There were lots you of did. rust spots on the floors there at yeah. George's. So it was um, it was a labor of love. Well, we appreciate well, all you. that you're doing. Uh, Carol and Kim from Fairhope Children's Ministry have been with us. We wish you nothing but the best. Right. And get online. Bid on those baskets. That's you right. got some great opportunities next week. Right. Well, you're listening to Direct Line. We're going to break. We'll be right back after this. You want to be confident that your investments are working for you. Wouldn't it be nice to know that you don't have to go far for the guidance to help make that happen? Dean Crandall works right here in Danville at Morgan Stanley's local office. As your financial advisor, Dean can help create a wealth plan and help you manage your investments. And he can help you work towards a comfortable retirement too. To make an appointment with Dean Crandall, call 217-477-0025. Morgan Stanley Smith Marty, LLC. Member SI. IPC. Lakewood Insurance Agency can fulfill your farm and business insurance needs. As a result of our expertise in the insurance industry, we carefully examine your current coverages and recommend options best for your operation. Whether we insure you domestically or directly with Lloyds of London, Lakewood has the experience to provide the best insurance for you. Service is most important in our agency. Bill and Mary Lou Knight and Justin Silver have your best interests at heart. Find Lakewood Insurance Agency on Facebook or call 217 217- Two six zero five six four seven. Looking for a job that offers flexible hours, competitive pay, 401k options, and a few extra perks? This is Deanna Witzel from the Witzel Family McDonald's, and we are hiring. This is Rob Witzel, area supervisor. We are hiring managers, custodians, and crew members at all locations in Covington, Danville, Oakwood, Hoopston, and Georgetown. Hourly pay for custodians and crew members is up to $13 an hour, and manager pay is up to $17 an hour. Just fill out the online application today at mchire.com or stop by any of our locations. Hi, 
I'm Linda Darby, and I'm part of the third generation of Darbys to own Sunset Funeral Home in Memorial Park. Since the 1960s, our family has been proud to serve Vermilion County by providing unmatched dedication and personalized service to families. And I'm Ross Darby. I'm part of the fourth generation in our family business. I want to introduce you to Hall of Fame plaques and signs. We promise to provide you with the same level of service at our sign shop that you've grown accustomed to at our funeral homes and cemetery. With a name like Hall of Fame, it's going to be great. You're listening to Direct Line on 1490 WDAN. Well, welcome back to Direct Line. It's Stephanie with Greg. And what a great show that we've had this yeah. morning with Bean just talking about politics and yep. Veterans Day and then Carol and Ken. Now, they're not a couple. Right. I mean, right. They, they we just, need to probably clarify yeah, that. It's not right. Carol right. and Ken right. like they're right. married, right. but two volunteers from yeah. Fair Hope. And it's great to learn more about that ministry and what they do. And you know, the thing I'm learning, I've been in Danville a little over three years, mm-hmm. about three years mm-hmm. and three months, three years and four months, is there are just a lot of great ministries and organizations. There really are. Are. So many yeah. opportunities to make a difference, to plug in, to right. serve. And this is another great opportunity. Absolutely. Y- you can give and you know your money's going to be well spent. You can donate. Uh, you know, if you have clothes, yeah. if you have, you know, other items, right. I had no idea about the pack and play thing. Man, right. I well, what know. I like, I, again, I said it earlier, but what I like about it is it's controlled. It's yeah. not just you walk in and get whatever you want and um, it's more controlled. You know that you're going to donate and it's going to go, it's going to go to someone who, who needs it and right. who's taking the steps to, to go through the process. Absolutely. So. Steph, I love spending Thursday mornings on the air with you talking about the events of this world through the lens of faith. And we could not do it without some incredible sponsors. We've heard from one of our sponsors, Bean Han, was with us today, but who should we say thank you to this week? Him and the rest of his team at Han's Tank Wash, the Darby family with Sunset Funeral Home, Dean and Gina Crandall with Morgan Stanley, Don and Deanna Witzel with McDonald's, where I have my McDonald's coffee cup with me right here, Chris and Daisha Robinson with Robinson Chiropractic, and Bill and Mary Lou Knight with Lakewood Insurance. We are so thankful to each and every one of them. Mm -hmm. Now, I want to talk about some things that are happening uh, at Second Church in our community. This weekend is going to be one of those crazy busy weekends. Friday night and Saturday morning, we are hosting Old Testament University. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite Bible teachers is uh, Professor Dr. Jody Owens from Johnson University. He's making the long journey from Knoxville to Danville, and he's going to teach one session Friday night at 6.30 p.m. He'll come back and do two different sessions on Saturday morning beginning at 8.30 Mm -hmm. a.m. Stephanie, this is completely free. Now, I had somebody ask me, is this like for the pastor? Is this like for the elder? No. And I said, this is like for anybody That's right. that wants to know more That's about right. the Hebrew scriptures. So I've only been a part of anything with Jody Owens. One time you brought him in for a staff uh, retreat or something. Right. I'm sold. I was yeah. sold after hearing him yeah. one time. Yeah. I'm going to be there. We, we have friends that are coming from all over. Yeah. We have friends that are coming from Tennessee. We have friends yeah. that are coming from the Louisville area. I think I've got some people coming from Nebraska. So wow. just really excited. Um, so if anybody that's listening that anybody, wants to come, just show up. Just yeah, show absolutely. Up. It's free. That's right. There'll right. be we, some snacks. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. It's going to be a good time. So that's this Friday, tomorrow, beginning at 630, uh, this Saturday, beginning at 830 a.m. And you'll be done by 1130 a.m. Awesome. Awesome. Now, Sunday night, 
I can't wait. Talk about Sunday night. <laughs> I love your passion for oh, this. Oh, yeah. I yeah. did not know much about Rich Mullins. I mean, of course, we sang Awesome God, that kind of stuff. But I love your passion for this. And Miles Clark, um, yeah. he's going to be singing. Tegan Goodwin and Terry Goodwin, they have a passion for yeah. Rich Mullins' music. And your, your passion. Bean Han. Bean is going to sing. Yeah. I'm going to sing. Uh, Tobin Hess at the keys for us. But your passion for his music and just him in general has mm-hmm. become infectious. Okay. So okay. I, yeah, I'm excited about Sunday too. night. We're going to sing, I think, 11 of think, Rich yeah. Mullen songs yeah. and share so, some video clips of him. Some are well-known, some of his most popular songs. There's a couple that I'm guessing most people, unless you were really into Rich Mullins yeah. in the mid-'80s, you probably aren't going to remember these songs. Right. They're, they're, they're touching nonetheless. Yeah. Now, we talked about this last week on air, but I did have one person kind of push back on this mm-hmm. and say, it sounds like you guys are almost worshiping Rich mm-hmm. Mullins. Mm-hmm. That's not the case at all. You're honoring We him. are honoring yeah. someone. Uh, the 25th anniversary of his right. death. Yeah. But again, we're singing his songs, and every song that's sung gives praise and glory and honor Well, and to God. I've watched a couple of the video clips that you've sent out. He challenged that's people t- to think theologically to yes. to think about their yeah. life I yeah. mean, and living it for God. So it, I think it'll be a challenging night yeah. as well, too. So we have been doing a food drive at yes. Second Church. We yeah. don't have a food pantry, right. but once a year for 17 consecutive years, we right. raise food. We had a goal of 350 boxes of food. We are thinking like 425 wow. or something Great like that. Job. And next week we'll turn around and we'll give it all away. Right. We're not keeping anything. Um, although, you know, some of the stuff that came in did look pretty delicious, <laughs> but we're giving it all away. Yeah. And it's just a reminder that when the body works on something together, you can always produce more collectively mm-hmm. than you'd ever be able to Absolutely. do individually. Absolutely. And so I'm just excited about it. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful for Kylie Garrison spearheading mm-hmm. that right. and uh, delivering all the food. Uh, need to say a huge, huge thank you to Nathan Campbell mm-hmm. from uh, Danville Gardens yeah. for uh, just making this delivery possible. And tracks. It takes a team. It, it really takes, takes a, team. a day or two to do this. Oh, I think. it does. Yeah. It's a long time. Now, we're bringing back our Thanksgiving Eve service. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Oh, it's just a short service the night before Thanksgiving, uh, 6 o'clock to 6.45. Yep. Uh, kind of an intimate, just, you know, time to, to really focus on being thankful before everything takes off. You know, that night you go home and you cook and the yeah. next day and get busy and family. Something I love is that um, I'm not speaking. Right. Kylie's not speaking. Right. Dale's not speaking. Yeah. We're going to hear from couples. Yeah. Tracy and Lori Thomas are going to talk. Right. Terry and Molly Goodwin are right. going to talk. Right. And they're not going to talk for a long time. That's right. 45 minute service, <laughs> 45 basically. Minutes will That's be right. in and out. But and it's so, a sweet time oh, yeah. to get together as a church. And if Absolutely. you don't have a church family, come join us that night. Um, real quick, Sunday at Second Church, we brought back Randy Kirk, yeah. longtime minister. What did you think of Coach Randy Kirk? Oh, he was a great he, he was great to have him there. I did not know him. So he yeah. was gone before I came yeah. about 22 years ago. But yeah, um, yeah it was really good. And I, I loved seeing people come up to him yeah. afterwards. That just re-engaging with him, old friendships. It was funny because I was with him for some of that, and people would come up and say, do you remember me? <laughs> and he's like, well, it's been 30 years. Right. But, yeah, but then he would learn who it was. Right. And yeah, it was, right. it was really neat. Was so I think, day. you know, we don't ever want to worship the past. We don't ever want to live in the past. But I do think there's a lot we can learn from the past. And oh, I think absolutely. having him back was a huge blessing. Absolutely. So, well, hey, that's it. I want to end with the good news segment, mm. which is really a sad news segment. Right. Um 
one of the pastors in our community, mm-hmm. Pastor Norvell Kreider, uh, worked extensively with the uh, Danville Rescue Mission. Right. He was their cook. Right. He was also the pastor of Freedom Missionary Baptist Church. He died unexpectedly mm-hmm. over the weekend. And mm-hmm. I just saw Norvell uh, oh. about two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. the thing I love about Norvell, he was always hungry. Mm-hmm. When he would hear me speak, he would always say, can I have your notes? Mm-hmm. Or he would always say, tell me about the book you're reading. Mm-hmm. He was a guy that just always wanted to be the very best he possibly mm-hmm. can be. He died way too soon. Mm-hmm. He's experiencing glory with Jesus, right. but heartbreaking time for his family, his church, and the rescue right. mission. So right. condolences to That's the family right. of Norvell Kreider. Right. And with that, I say thanks for listening to Direct Line. Steph, have a great weekend, and we'll see you next week on Direct Line.